Hey everybody, welcome to MindRise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mind Rise podcast. I am your host, Ian Philo, and I am super thrilled and super excited to be back with you guys. It has been a minute. I am always excited to show you guys the content I have and always super grateful for those of you that are willing to tune in and listen. Now, today we have quite an interesting topic. I am going to be commenting and also give you my own personal insights on an article that I read um, from Ashley Abramson. Um, it was written back in May of 2020. So kind of in the heat of the pandemic, the pandemic that is still currently going on. This particular article is about friendships that won't survive the pandemic and also friendships that are just kind of showing their true colors because of things like masking and social distancing and exposing cracks in relationships that may have been there all along. Now, I don't know if you're tuning into this podcast and listening, you're like, yeah, I have a couple friends that, you know, I grew a part of because of this pandemic. I have a couple family members that I grew a part of because of this pandemic, and that's very possible. I know it has happened in my life, and I'll comment on that um, further along in this episode, but I know a lot of our social media feed, if we have social media or if we talk with people on the internet, has been full of surprises, especially when it comes to our former views of someone before, you know, this whole global pandemic with COVID, um, people that we long considered kind and compassionate, sharing uh, crazy theories on Facebook or social media or doing things out of character. Um, it's just been really eye-opening, I think, and also hard. And there's been friendships that I've had that I've grown apart from a few people just because of our different views on how to handle the pandemic. And I'm not going to lie, guys, it was it was really hard for me at first. And I'll get more into this um, and into what Ashley says in this article that was really well written. But from, from my own personal account, this stuff affects me and I'm sure it affects so many other people. And it was so hard when this stuff started out with the pandemic because going right into my wedding um, of April 2020 last year, it was kind of when the pandemic was just starting to get serious and people weren't exactly sure about it yet. The mask mandate was not into effect yet in my home state and people were uneasy and questionable and did not think the pandemic would last as long as it has. So when we took measures to have a socially distanced small wedding, 
with like a fraction of the amount of people that we originally and formally invited, we got met with uh, confusion, frustration, uh, doubt. People didn't really understand. Now looking back, um, you know, they, they understand. And some people made amends with us, but a lot of people uh, we really didn't hear back from. And I hope that we could reconnect, but it's just odd. It's odd how something like this affecting the world can open wounds and expose uh, friendships that you thought you had and friendships that you thought were more than just having to put on a mask and distance just to be with each other. The fact of that being too much of an inconvenience for some people not to gather is is heartbreaking and of course people are going to have different different convictions and different feelings about it i think the main point that i'm trying to make and the main point that i'm going to read about is that regardless of your feelings and convictions about what's going on in the world i think it is apparent and it's obvious to say that we all need community and we all need people to socialize with people that care for us and it's becoming this tribal thing of i'm only gonna wear or i'm only gonna hang out with people who don't wear masks so i feel better about my personal convictions or i'm only gonna wear out i'm only gonna hang out with people wearing masks like vice versa and at the end of the day, I think if you really care about someone and they politely propose that, like, hey, I'd really like to hang out with you, man. I just, you know, I'm trying to distance and mask because I have an elderly grandparent or I'm, you know, compromised or I'm trying to protect somebody. Uh, it could be tough. It, it could be tough when you see things crumble because of something as simple something as uh as, as easy as that and i'm not trying to get all political in this podcast i'm not trying to say like hey this person's right this person's wrong vote for this vote for that i think i'm really just trying to emphasize that i think it's a big problem and i think it it sucks that we have to grieve certain friends that we've grown apart from because something like this has shown people's true colors. Rachel O'Neill, a practicing therapist and the director of clinical effectiveness for therapy app Talkspace, says she's hearing from many clients that the pandemic is servicing important differences in perspectives, creating a sense of division in their relationships or highlighting divisions that were already there. This situation has illuminated the different ways people choose to progress through a situation that impacts everyone. She says some people have adapted their life for the greater good, while others are taking a more individualistic approach. And when your friend's values are revealed, we may not like what we see. For better or for worse, we're entering a period of relationship reckoning, a conflict-ridden phase that not all friendships will survive. And... In this article, there's some ways how we can navigate that. One of the most important things, I think, when navigating how our friendships are affected by this pandemic is reflecting on our priorities. 
before we de- before we decide on how to react when we see a friend on social media or a friend somewhere um doing something that we initially think is like super selfish and like how could you do that like aren't you seeing the macro the greater good i think it's a good time to reevaluate life in general and decide what's working and what isn't and if that relationship is worth putting more energy into keep in mind that all of us all of us living through a pandemic may mean that we have different priorities than usual something that we valued before might suddenly seem unimportant maybe we used to love uh going to the restaurant after work and socializing at the bar but now small talk feels pointless just because of everything that's happened and maybe sometimes we're spending more time with people that we live with or close knitted relationships along the same lines uh we also may have found some new beliefs and opinions and generally may have even outgrown certain people in our life for example if we were heavily re- um involved in relief efforts for financially vulnerable people in our neighborhood or something in our church groups we may find ourselves pulling away from a friend who doesn't seem to show the same concern uh, if someone in your family has had covid you probably don't feel all that great about keeping up with a friend who insists that lockdown measures are overblown and that's an important point because and this is where i'm going to tie this into to it's it's apparent and it's very clear that in this time um in this time in our current state of our world people are hanging out with people that either validate their decisions or make them feel good about what they're doing it's very like like i said it's very unlikely that somebody's going to go out of their way and hang out with somebody that doesn't feel the same way or doesn't necessarily have the same convictions about the virus. I mean, I'm not saying that's not possible. It definitely is. And if people are are able to have the emotional maturity and the empathy to even do something that they don't necessarily understand or believe in just to spend time with that person and just to uh just to discuss things and and negotiate and just have fun together. I mean, I think that speaks a lot more to the person's heart than just adamantly saying no i'm not going to hang out with you if i have to do this because this makes me uncomfortable and it sucks it really sucks and we're seeing a huge shift not only in friendships but um family relations based on discrepancies and values and how they're reflected in regards to how people are handling this this pandemic a lot of people aren't sure if they can go back into a close relationship with a certain person because of what they're seeing demonstrated by their behavior and how they're handling what's going on in the world. I think first and foremost, while some things that our friends are doing may frustrate us or some things that we're doing may frustrate them, it's always important to consider context and character. Now, another way to help yourself is to th- think more clearly about a friendship that you're currently questioning. Look beyond that triggering thing that they did. Look beyond that thing that they posted and really try to understand the person's heart before we just go demonizing people because obviously if you're friends with someone for a while, you don't just want to 
chalk up the entire friendship, right? Like we really have to have to learn to look within the person's character and heart. And what also is something to consider is that does that certain friend have a history of being irresponsible or inconsiderate? Or is it something that we didn't even know from the first place? Sometimes how people respond to what's going on in the world right now reflects something a lot deeper. But sometimes the two of us may be working within different frameworks for what's considered high risk. So that's also a good point. Like maybe the person believes that it's real, but their convictions of how careful they need to be are different. So that's also something to consider before, you know, pushing people away or cutting off certain friendships, uh, which is an important middle ground. It's an important gray area to mention. And I think these, with these friends, we have to really be able to lay these things out on the table, have a real conversation with them, and see if they're reacting positively, not defensively, and really just hearing us out in the end. Having a conversation is crucial. We might feel like something needs to be said to a friend who's acting in ways that we personally consider dangerous. But since having a conversation about your concerns is an emotional investment, we have to think about whether that investment, talking to someone, is going to be worthwhile in the end. With everything, there is a risk and a reward. How do we personally risk telling someone or someone, one of our friends where our boundaries are and where we stand and don't feel like there will be a reward of uh, a positive friendship? If we feel like the benefit of the friendship will outweigh the risk of a tough conversation, that's a good sign you should try to work through it. And we all want to work through things. We all don't want to let go of friendships just because of these simple things that, you know, are being asked for people or even that people feel more convicted about just because they want to feel comfortable. I think there's just, it's just sad. There's, there's a fundamental disconnect with what's going on in the world right now in regards to the virus and how relationships are being affected by that. We would all initially think that, yeah, like, if we really step back, not a lot is being asked of us. And I struggle too, guys. I have moments of weakness, and I get frustrated with some of the guidelines, and I get burnt out. But there will eventually be an end to all of this. And the world's never going to be the same. It's never going to be the same after this monumental thing that has happened. It's never going to be the same, but there will be an end. And I think it's important to consider that until we get there, we have to do everything that we can to respect one another and not form divisive sides and not stand on one end and throw spears at the other person who's standing on the other. We are quite, almost undoubtedly, in one of the most, one of the most totally removed and totally polarized moments in American history. 
and we have to make sure that we don't let these things completely destroy us. And unfortunately, if we bring these things up to certain friends and they react defensively when we raise concerns and they want to cut themselves out and they want to remove themselves and hang out with groups of people that don't think that it's that serious, then we have done our best in the end. It's, it's hard. We want our friendships to stay. We want our friendships to hang on. Friendships will always come and go, and letting someone fade out of our life doesn't mean that they didn't enrich it. But in moments like now, in moments like today, I think we're getting a real clear picture on how open and willing people are to save and maintain friendships amidst everything else that's going on in the world. For those of you that tuned in and listened, I really appreciate it. Um, if you have any input, I would love to hear it. Um, this was a hard podcast to do because I have, like I mentioned earlier, have become disconnected from a few friends because of all this with the virus and masking and distancing and whatnot. Do I think that there's restoration in those friendships? Some of them I do. But some of them, because of the virus, because of me getting married, some of them I wonder if they are coming to an end. And that's a hard thing to stomach. That's a, Nobody wants to deal with that. Because we all know as we get older, we don't have that many friends to fall back on in the first place. So thank you for hearing me out. Thank you for listening. I will be uh, working away at a new painting today. Be sure to follow me on Philo Arts at Instagram. I have a Facebook page as well where I post all of my current work on there. My Etsy shop is still open, Art by Ian Philo, all one word. Be sure to check that out. I have prints and custom pet portrait orders available if any of you are interested. I will be providing links to those in the description for this podcast. Thank you, everyone, and have a great day.